Swallow267, and right now you're tuned into the Drop Night Show, and it's just like that. Okay, listen to that boy on radio, you get the bottom eyes. Right. If I didn't drop night, show apologize. Right. K Wonder, Sean Beasley on the rise. Thursday, 8 p.m. when it's time to ride. Huh? No Spotify, huh? I will never compromise. No. Get the tune in app, that's the power line. Uh. Uh. What a ice radio, the bottom line. line. Tune in, stick to it like an alibi. K Wonder, good money, that's a dollar sign. Ooh. Sean Beasley, get a word, then it's finalized. Ooh. If it's all about a name, name. what else can I say? say. If I know what's poppin' when you drop it by You gotta go and see the plug, it's the hot When you let it go for the low, it's the hot What's your favorite radio show, what's the hot What's your favorite radio show, what's the hot And we're back, it's the Drop Night Show What's up everybody, how y'all doing tonight? I am your girl K-Wonder I am here with my co-host J-Qualify Looking very sleepy, I'll just say, for lack of better words I'm up, I'm up <laughs> We also got Sean Beasley, and we are the Drop Night Show. Yeah. Here every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Water Ice Radio. Tonight we have a really, really interesting show. I'm ecstatic, actually. We have the voice of the street and motivational speaker, entrepreneur himself, Wallow267, coming in tonight to talk to us. I am so happy. How are you guys feeling? Yo, I'm so excited this man is coming on because he is the voice of the street. He's really talking to people out there. He's schooling them, and he's telling them his story. And I think a lot of these young folks need to pay attention to these type of people because they've been down they road that they're going down, and they can tell them how to come from that road to be a better man. And that would be the road of what? The path of what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's so, if you got a young man out here in the street selling drugs, robbing, shooting, trying to kill, mm-hmm. you got someone here that went down that road. The now, road, the path of destruction. Right. I think okay. that's why his message is working because he got respect and is a legend behind his name in the streets and people can identify with that. Do y'all remember the dudes that was riding around the city with a coffin on top of a van? Y'all don't what? remember? Th- How long like, ago was that? Yo, like seriously, like these dudes would pull up on my block when I was a youngin' and like have like little kid sized caskets talking about street violence and stuff like that. And like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to be woke, but I was scared. You got a casket with you, a vampire. Where you get that from? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, his weight, not corny. That's why I think it's resonating. Yeah. And his videos is very inspiring. You see like a lot of major rappers. Um, Like I watched one with Freeway, how Freeway said he watched one of his videos that made him like Freeway wasn't having a good day. And it actually made him tear up from what Wallow was saying. And that's powerful because you because you making a street nigga tear up at what you're doing positive. And that's not that's a lot of Yo, also keep it real, street niggas cry all the time. Yo, listen. They cry in the arms of their woman. Listen, listen, street niggas <laughs> Ah like I said, I remember when they first closed the door on me, I started crying. I was like, Oh my god. I think everybody who has to sit down in anybody's jail or prison definitely has a come to Jesus moment and let's so, it out. All right, let's let say it all so out. when you went through your situation, right? That day when those bars closed, what went through your mind? 
Man, when I got arrested, first of all, as the whole thing, because mind you, my whole situation was a little wild. Like, I had the feds following me on the plane, off the plane, following me as they pulled me over. Like, there was a regular uh, traffic stop, and come to find out, all it was all feds. So then... That moment alone was just like, God, what in the world is it's going like, on? like a scene it was out like of Donnie Brasco ba- or something. It was definitely a, it, <laughs> it was definitely an outer body experience. I'll tell you that. Like, I didn't even really feel like myself. So then when I got to the precinct, all I kept thinking about was, like, getting out. Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to just make bail. And I'm, you know, like, fuck, I, you know, I got caught up. Oh, my God, I'm going to make bail. I'm good. They said $2 million bail. I was not going nowhere. So you ain't put them phone calls in to see if they was going to put their houses up? You ain't put them... Who's going to put that 10% of $2 million is 250000 Who's doing that without right. the feds coming after you next? No, no. You know how it is. Like, yeah, if you no, get booked, you can push no your, you can push your house up. Booked, it was mad late. It was mad late by the time I got booked. So, um, I, you know, I wasn't going to call my family. The next day, I had to make that call. But when they shut them doors... So this is what it I was, think. I didn't sleep. I was up. I was cold. Mind you, you're in a jail. This that's just not warm and comfy. That's just cold and scary. It depends where you at. You get some good joints. I'm telling you, it's some <laughs> good right, joints with some thick so mattresses. We heard what you said, right? Okay. Jay qualified when that happened to you, and you was doing what you was doing, and you got caught up, and you heard those bars close. How did you feel? I'm only 135 pounds. That's the first thing that ran through my head. You know what I'm saying? But no, all jokes aside, man, like it, it's not about how I feel because when you when you get in sentence, right, and you're in the courtroom and they hit you with them years and you turn around, you look at your family face. When you see your mom crying, your grandma falling out, your sister running out the courtroom. When you go back in before they put you on the elevator, take you to the bottom of the courtroom and transport you, that's when you cry. That's when you cry. You good. The whole time you book, you good. Because at the end of the day, it's just like out here, except there's no women. You know what I'm saying? Like, people hustling, still buying drugs, using drugs, it, manipulating people. It's very people. much like being at a community college. You just can't <laughs> Everybody I was from. booked with had gold chains and Rolexes <laughs> on, dog. Like, like it. It's, 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 it's crazy, but then the second time you cry is when you get home. You don't cry while you're there because you're dealing with the situation. The human brain is fascinating. It'll make you adapt to almost anything. But when you get home and you look at them, like, because unless you really was doing what you was doing, niggas come, come home to their mom house. And when you go back in that little-ass bedroom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that, that full-size bed that you're sleeping on, then you walk into the bathroom and look at the mirror and notice you left. You was bald face. You came home with a beard. Wow. You got to stop, and no, man. And no pigmentation got, yep, at yep. all. You light as hell thinking that you looking like damn near Michael at, out this 99% day. of dudes on parole, mom bought their first pack of drawers when they came home. <laughs> like, that's for real. That's true shit. That is crazy. So I'm, I'm excited to hear, or, you know, very, not saying excited, but intrigued to hear what Wallow has to say. For all those who don't know, Wallow has these wild and very motivational IG post that has brought him to where he is now, which is, like, really popular on IG for motivation. And he runs up onto the camera, and he kind of is, like, screaming at you as to why 
you're not doing what you should be doing or what you're worried about or what have you. So that's kind of been his his sort of style or approach to um you know, getting his message across, and it, it, it works, you know what I mean, here in Philly, everyone pretty much knows who he is, and I've even seen, you know, my friends in Miami, my friends in New York, talk about his, his IG post, so that's what, what Wallow is about. Have um, you seen the latest one? Uh, what was the latest the, one? Uh, of cut, him in the snow? No, no, cut yourself off. Oh. When, when he was talking about, like, everybody always, you know, yada 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 like first thing you gotta do is cut yourself off don't be a cancer yourself you're the only person in your own way correct that joint was correct. crazy that's very true because true. you know what we we do get in the way of ourselves a lot ego is a major dream killer relationship killer it's a lot of that you know what i mean and that's 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 i mean the, i think you do need a little bit of ego Everyone needs a little bit of ego, but I feel like if you don't know how to tame your ego or right. know when to turn it on and turn it off, ego is a light switch. You gotta turn yeah, it on, turn it, it off. It can, it can, it can mess you up in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, and I think that's something that, get, like he says, gets in the way in people. You gotta cut it off like a cancer. But you know, I, I, we'll leave a lot of this for when he gets here. But right. I this get already on some, gonna be some, a good some night. Topics for uh, what, what's been going on in the world. No, you know one topic I want to talk about. How did the world come down so hard on Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky when you have President Trump, <laughs> mistress, the pussy grabber himself, the pussy grabber, in a he has a secret porn star. She ain't no mistress. She was a straight out porn star. Yeah. And they've been dating since what? I'm up on everything, Trump. How did I miss this? What happened? What? what? He, when did this happen? He had sex with what's her name, Stormy. Oh, the chick from the Bunny Ranch. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, Trump is a whole pervert. Okay. And um, he's been like, he's married. He's a president. You know what? He's he wasn't the president at the time. He, it was while okay. So he and and this porn star, um, mind you, she's been around for a very long time. You probably all have heard some of who she is if you all watch Pornhub like I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she in a long distance relationship. Don't judge her. <laughs> it gets hard sometimes. It's like, no, but... Um, What's her go name? Go to that market and get that cucumber. Chill. That's your cold as shit. What am I going to do putting a whole piece of produce up there? <laughs> Yo, short. Sure. I'm going to leave that alone. What? What? Go ahead. I'm going to leave that alone. Go ahead. Listen, man. She, you know, she was locked up before. She know how to take care of herself. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Stormy Daniels is her name. Okay. 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 So, um, Trump and Stormy had apparently had an, a sexual relationship going on for quite some while. And I guess it kind of came to an end when he started to run for the candidacy um, and the Republican nomination. And her, his lawyer paid her off. He paid, his, the lawyer paid her off with at least a good six figures. And she was supposed to be quiet. Well, now she's not. And the story came out, I believe, in uh, Star Magazine about their relationship. Right. And um, allegedly, I'm not sure, but uh, it came out in a in an actual, uh, you know, gossip magazine about her act, their affair. And Trump has been radio silence about it. However, she has been speaking to people about it. And so I don't know what's going to happen to her next, but I don't think it's definitely a good thing, whatever that Can may I pose be. a question to the table? Sure. 
Trump a billionaire, right? Yeah. I know is. dudes with 1,500 that got full uh, mistresses. Like, that's what dudes do. I mean, we look at the example of the last president. He was such a good dude all around, family man. This dude. Was he, though? Was Obama a real all-around good dude, the wholesome person that we think he is? Or was he just that ill that none of his dirty shit got out? Right. Yep. He's the president. I mean, I yo, just gotta play devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know I'm not trying to say yo, Obama yo, yo, not yo, ill, see, but you know what? First, really I got good? I gotta take a step back because, like any other black person, if somebody say something about, about Obama, you get in your bag. But at the end of the day, all I'm gonna say is this: He didn't have no money. He was a he was a senator. Like when you when you got money, you can pay to get all of that stuff tucked away and hidden. Like Trump lawyer paid to get rid of the girl. When you broke, when you only really got sixty five thousand to your name, you gotta take life as it come. You gotta take it as it come. Well, look, if you're running for uh, any type of presidency or candidacy, for that matter, you're getting donations. So that donation money, that three, uh, six figures that lady got came from some sponsor, some right. somebody that gave him that money right. to technically It probably came from the Russians. Shit, right? Ooh, what if it would have came from the Russians? See, Russian? you like how I threw that. I just, I'm throwing oops. I would be, well, anyway, at the end of the day, Trump is nasty, all right? They, apparently, they had sex unprotected. She said sex with him allegedly was not popping. What, but then she said, what more can he do at his age? They had regular old, nasty old man sex. <laughs> Yo, but I'm going to tell, tell you what every dude say to a chick after they shade him. I still hit, though. Really? What? I st- listen, let me tell you something. Do you think he care how she enjoyed the situation? Absolutely not. He paid for it. He paid yeah, yeah, for yeah. an outcome. That's all. Yeah. But let's get into this song. I actually don't like this artist. But this song really oh, that's, that's harsh. Yeah, that's harsh. Song, listen. Whoever this, this is goes, won't be on the song, on the show. I don't like this artist, but the song goes. And I really rock with it because he's talking about Jesus. Mm. I like that. What song but he is said this? he don't even ride. He ain't even rolling with Jesus. Why you got Jesus peace? Right. Why he just straight up play Jesus though? No, he's talking <laughs> about somebody. They don't they got the Jesus peace, but they don't even believe in Jesus. He didn't say he don't believe in Jesus. He's saying he's talking in third person about somebody. Oh, okay. Can you tell me who this artist is we talking about? Yo, we're about? about to get into Kodak Black rolling peace featuring Extension. No, it's <laughs> XXX Tentacion. XXX Tentacion. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Yo, like, I literally. Y'all could have seen his face when he said it, though. Like, I think I'm right. right. <laughs> Yo, Yo, we're about to be back. Welcome back to the Drop Night Show. That was Kodak Black and XXX Tentacion. Extension. <laughs> God bless him. Listen. Yo. <laughs> but. <laughs> I wanna. Uh, long story short, the song was terrible. We were sitting back here talking about if we breaking your down opinion, a Kodak your, Black your lyric, opinion. the game is is done. It's done. But to segue all that, man, we got an esteemed guest. Happy to sit down and talk with him. This man been all over social media, motivating the youth, motivating the older people, everybody trying to, you know, uplift uh, uplift the city in general. We got Wallow in the building, everybody. Yeah. Wallow267 is in the building. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm okay. elated that we do have your presence here okay. because I see what you're doing to our community here in Philly, just mm-hmm. not in the Philly 
just a lot of major states know who you are mm-hmm. because Facts. of that best the the message that you're sending out to these people. Tell us where did Wallow start and where did Wallow get to from when you got in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. How did you get into that trouble? Did you have the guidance how you are guiding people? I think it was out there. I just didn't connect with it. You know, I was married to the streets of Philadelphia since I was nine. I got locked up when I was 10 for armed robbery. I spent five years in juvenile system before I graduated to the penitentiary, where I did 20 at. Uh, I think it was out there, but it was just like, when I stepped outside of my house, there was more negative influence than it was positive. See, in the inner cities of America, negativity is always going to outweigh the po- Or you might have somebody in your house, or you might have an aunt that don't, you know, an uncle that's trying to push it, but if you, once you go outside that, you know, them doors, it's everywhere. Right. So it's like a battle that's going on. Who you, you know, it's strength in numbers. We respect numbers. Right. That's human. That's the human nature. So it was like, okay, everybody, everybody out here wilding out. I might as well wild out because you know, you're young. You suffer from identity crisis. You're still in that experimental phase where you're trying to find out who you, who you are, who you want to be, where you want to go. You still like ah. So I said I wanted to be what everybody else was, you know, because we come from a place where everybody do what everybody do. But I had to go through a lot of stuff to realize that I wasn't everybody. Okay. Hmm. So since the last time you dealt with the justice system, do you feel like it's got worse or better? Uh, it's always going to continue to get worse. It's not. It's not put in place for. You know, really, really for I guess us people. Period. It's like, like, like I look at. I look at the whole thing like you go to prison, you just, you got to figure that out yourself. It ain't about the system put in place in order to, you know what I mean, to change your way of thinking. You got to change your way of thinking. But they give you so many, there's so many, it's, it's, it's it, it, it just so many things that would take you off course when you're in prison that had you, you know, dumber than when you, you come out dumber than when you, you went, went in. in. Mm-hmm. Because you got sports, you got uh, entertainment, you got a television. You got a, there's a lot of stuff, the weight room, there's a lot of stuff that can distract you from doing what you need to be doing while you're in prison. When you're in prison, you're supposed to be in there turning your game up. Like to me, I wasn't in jail, I was in Yale. I wasn't in prison, I was in prison. I wasn't in Penn State, I was in Penn State. So I took my time and I said, I'm gonna get my game up. You know what I mean? That was my whole thing. It wasn't about, it wasn't about just doing a bit. Okay. It was about, okay, I'm gonna do this time, I'm gonna come out stronger. But first, before I even got to that point, I had to take the accountability to say, I got myself here. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody owe me nothing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worrying about the system. I wasn't worrying about, you know, my environment, where I came from. I wasn't, I had, I just pointed the finger at me. Anything else that came at it, all right, cool. You can add it on. But I, I got myself here, so how can I get out of here and don't come back? Right. And that was my whole game. Yo, I believe that you got to hate the situation before you can change it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if you don't want to be broke you got to hate being broke like literally it, it it make you sick to be broke to get to a point to actually change what you're doing and i think that going away as a young man it is a lot of traps in there but the one thing that's constant is like you left your peoples out here they yeah. need you you yeah. know what i'm saying you can hear them struggling without you on the phone like that's mm-hmm. like it is it, is a, a, a you know quick pro call yeah it's like that and it's like uh, a lot of times you don't hear that because a lot of people are. Uh, you know, you ain't pointing no finger at anybody because people gotta, I guess however you do your music, you do your music. I'd rather you be doing your music, whatever you rapping about, rather you out there putting a pistol to somebody's face or killing somebody or slinging some stuff. So 
I really don't, it's a, you know, probably music, me growing up off the of music that I grew up off is a lot different, but I just be happy that they doing that instead of shooting somebody, you know what I mean? But it's like, a lot in the music, the penitentiary is, is glorified. Mm. The street game is glorified, so it's like, a lot of people don't understand that part of, you know, people just see the damn, you come out of the joint, people respect you. They don't see that when you go to the joint, if you got kids, you left your baby out there. You 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 put the street the street game before your children. You put the street game before your family. So a lot of people don't see that part because they ain't got nobody to really lay no game on them. See, when I'm talking about game, I'm talking about guidance, attention, motivation, education. Mm. See, see when you look at the streets, when you look at the whole element of the street culture, now, that's something that ain't gonna never stop. No. See, see, we gotta understand certain things ain't gonna never stop. Crime ain't gonna never stop. A lot of things ain't gonna never stop. You know what I mean? Uh, it ain't gonna never stop. But what happened with but just the streets and the inner cities of America. If you look back, if you go back, if you go back decades, they were slowly taking the referees of the culture out of the game, which was the OGs, which was the uncles, which was the grandfathers, which was the pops, which was the big brothers. They were slowly removing them. Mm -hmm. These was the mm -hmm. guys that direct traffic within the, you know our communities, rather be on the street level, on any level of a man. When you when you when you see a man and you understand this is how I, I supposed to be as a kid. When you don't have that. A lot of these boys is being raised by, by their mamas. Exactly. Right. A lot of these boys, you say you'll go somewhere, you'll go down to a block party or some, you know, different families or different houses, and you'll see, like, one or two little boys, you know, they playing, but it's like they got all their aunts there, all their girl cousins with a man at. Mm. Oh, where to be fine. See, only a man can teach you how to be a man. Right. right. But in the Willie Lynch letter, they talked about talk separating about that, yeah. the, uh, the African-American yeah. man from his family via prison or work yeah. and then growing a resentment in his children, also having his wife to assume his role. Yeah. So that stuff that's happened is systematically planned over hundreds of years. So to escape the trap, you got to be quicker or a little bit smarter than the average dude because I ain't going to lie, when I was 15, 16, I was stupid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, I look at it all in all. If you ain't telling them what's, what's good, ain't nobody gonna tell them because everybody else is either afraid of them or too selfish to open their mouth and say something. See, one thing about it is like you write about that, and it's like uh, the media has taught the black community how to deal with their babies. And huh. Like, say that again, please. And what happened is now it's crazy because. I see that the media has defined black babies as whatever they is, animal savages, mm. and the black community mimic that whole thing. And mm. they start, oh, they this, they this. You'll go to the hood and you'll see some, you'll rather, anyway, you'll see somebody talking about the little black kids like like the animals. Oh, they, they just do this and that. Where you hear that from? Who told you that? When you know, is your baby's animals? Is your, you understand that. But see, they don't understand it's the science of why they like this, because hurt people hurt people. A lot, of black, a lot of black children was touched a lot of black children was was uh, was abused. A lot of black was just neglected. So that's where the whole that's where it all starts from. You, you try to figure out why did he shoot the dude that time? What made him so angry? Because he got to walk around wherever he was touched or wherever he just was neglected. There was so much hurt going on in there that that was his time to explode. Mm -hmm. When somebody did something they didn't like, and now he has some the power to do something back or the power to defend himself in the way he's he was taught to defend himself in the environment that he come from. So he shot him that many times. But nobody gonna go and tap him. They're gonna say, "Oh, he's an animal." Just down the third. Okay. 
I don't think that just happened like that. Everybody just don't think like that. Mm-hmm. What caused this? Now, they're not going to talk about that because that's too much research mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about what's caused this. And, you know, little brothers running around here suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. I shouldn't say post because it's still going on because mm-hmm. it never was taken care of. So it's real deep. But, you know, uh, Willie Lynch is still in full effect. You got, you know, classism with the black people. I'm doing better than you. Right. I'm doing better. I'm gonna look down on you. So you got that. You got the educated versus, you got the educated versus the non-educated. Oh, I graduated from such and such. Oh, I graduated from here. This and the third. Okay, I'm better than you. I got more money than I you. Got, oh, I don't go there. I don't. And then and, you know, so it's like it's real. It be real crazy for us sometimes. And it just you just be like, it just be wild. That's why I don't pay none of that no attention. I look at everybody as the same. You know, so I just be like, it just be crazy. You know. So what I just asked them because they both been incarcerated, right? Mm-hmm. That last time those bars closed on you, how did you feel? And what was going through your mind at that point? You talk about when I walked out? No, he's saying when right you originally got smacked with the with them football the numbers. One. Oh, uh, at that time, it really didn't. I was in a place where it's going. After I gave it to the judge, you know, the judge sends me, I gave it to her, and then it was like, all right, what, whatever. Because I was like, no matter what, I knew I was a king. See, I wasn't I wasn't one of them dudes that was, see, see, jail gonna make you or break you. I wasn't one of them dudes that was some weak, I wasn't no weak nigga. Right. I wasn't one of them dudes that was no slave. I never was no slave. And so it was like, all right, come on, let's do it. Let's go. I'm gonna do this every day. I ain't gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop being me. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop leading with my truth and not, no, nah, I'm gonna do me. Right. So it was like, it really didn't matter where I was at, wherever I was in the cell, wherever I was in, in the crib. It didn't matter. It was like, okay, this is all a part of the game y'all playing. We're going to play this game, but I listen, I ain't going to fold up. Right. So it was just different for me. You know, uh, it was a transformation that took place when I was in prison because I realized, oh, I tapped into my individualism once I had the accountability point of where I, me being here. But then it was like, okay, all right, now I'm still a beast. I'm still a king. I'm just in the cell. I'm just a king in the cell. What king you know ain't never go through adversity. So it was like, all right, come on, let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. And it was every day I said, when I get out, it's on. Mm. I, it wasn't about no, uh, I'm in jail. No, I, I wasn't one of them wounded warrior boys that was caring about that. I was the type of dude, you know, I was wounded. I'm still, come on, let's still go. Let's go. So you never had any breakdown moment or come to Jesus moment while you were going through those those years? No, it wasn't about none of that with me. It was about, uh, you know, you, you know, you cry. You know, talking to my grandma, I did, you know. Because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a person that ain't selfish with my emotions. I don't fight the feelings. So, yeah, I had moments when I cried. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't because of where I was at. It was that because I wasn't, be, I wasn't able to be there for my family. And I let my family down. And mm-hmm. I put the street game before my family. So, there was mm-hmm. the moments. It wasn't about the, the environment I was in. It wasn't about, you know, my location. I didn't care about that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, it wasn't about that. It was just about, okay, I need to be there for my peoples, you know. So, it was like... Other than that, it really didn't matter, you know. So you, um, uh, from reading your bio on your website, everybody make sure you go check out the, his website. It's wallow267.com. You mentioned how you got your GED. Yeah. And you also took up some culinary skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have a plan when you came out? Did you know you were going to be this motivational, uh, impactful motivational speaker throughout the world? Or it no, just no, kind of no. came what into fruition? Was- uh, one night I was at the law library in penitentiary, and uh, one of my old OGs, he was like, "Man, we need y'all to come, we need you to come down and talk to these dudes." He raised start this program called Real Street Talk, and I was like, "All right, solid, cool, I come through," because they used to me talking to people of 
many many different nationalities and generations when I was in the pen, because it was just it was just you know just communicated, you know. Uh, so uh, I said, all right, Sal, I come down there. I go down there. It's like six, seven people. I give it to them. Next week it was like 15, 20, whatever. I give it to them. Then it just well, you know, it was like 250, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it to them, and uh, with ease. Dudes was, in, you know, I wasn't sugarcoating nothing. I wasn't holding nothing back because it was like, okay, you know, as you coming from our community, as you grow up as a as a kid, everybody lied to you. You've been told a thousand lies. So I said, I ain't gonna lie to you. For what? Who, who hmm. is you? Would you, you know, you just been told lies. Oh yeah, this is that. You, you told lies about everything, and we just think. It's cool, wherever from wherever Santa Claus, wherever the Two Fairy, wherever it's, everything is a lie. You be told, right? Oh, no, your dad ain't. Right. A, your dad is at school. He in jail. Everything be a lie. So you so programmed to the lie that you fall in love with the lie that when somebody ain't tell you a lie, it's uncomfortable. Ooh, but, I know that. But, but when right. it's un, but when it's uncomfortable, that's that's when some changes come. Right. You know, nothing changes, nothing changes. But the change come when you uncomfortable, when you're mm-hmm. not in that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm gonna talk to these dudes straight up. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I used to ask them simple things. Uh, you know, how many of y'all, you know, just miss y'all kids? Y'all love y'all kids, man. Hey, y'all do anything for y'all kids? Hey, y'all, y'all motherfuckers lying. <laughs> Damn. Y'all lying, man. Cut that right. shit out. You don't love your babies. You put the street game before your babies, man. Don't tell me don't nut. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't tell me that. Because me, I'm the type of dude where, though, it ain't about being tough. It's about understanding your delivery and understanding when you tap into somebody's emotions is a rap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they knew, you know, it come a different, it come a, it come a time where, if the delivery right, a person know that you there to help and not hurt. So it's different with me. When I talk, they just like, okay. While I was saying some real sh- like I gotta respect him, cause he ain't, this dude don't even know me, but he giving me some real stuff. And what I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to, I want you to get emotional. I want you to feel some type of way so I can create, create thought now. Now mm-hmm. we creating thought with this. It's coming to you like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And my whole thing is that the information that I might give you, you might already know. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. a reminder and I just remix information. To where it's though, it's it's compatible and it's soothing to your ears. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all I do. All information I give you is already was already out here. But it's like I can give you all information in the world. Your pastor can give you all information in the world. Your email can give you all information in the world. Your professor can give you all the information in the world. But it's about that meeting. That meeting got to take place. That meeting with your mind and your heart got to take place in order for the change to come. That, sh- that ain't got nothing to do with me. Now, until you had that meeting, it's a wrap. I don't care what nobody tell you. I don't care how you feel. I don't care what you say. I don't care about your resolutions, your plans, none of that. You got to have that meeting. Right. And then, then the game changed. So, you know, it was like. With everything being sugar-coated right now, like like in a, in a major way, and then also, like, you know, a lot of brothers in the community not really having dads. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always got motherly love, which is usually soft. But when you brutally honest with somebody and, and hold that mirror up and, and make them look at themselves, like, and, and get that tough love, it, do you think that's why a bunch of the young men really receive you well? Because it's like, finally somebody going to call me on my stuff. Yeah, they never had nobody do that. So so I might be the dad they never had. I never had dudes tell me that in the DM. Wow. I might be the dad, the uncle, the big bro, to where as though it's like, damn, Wallow ain't, Wallow ain't, Wallow ain't tell me nothing wrong because you know why I can respect Wallow? Because Wallow ain't said Monday, he go a package, and then Wednesday, what you doing? Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They never, That's I it. never, I never try to, I, you know, I never try to do nothing wrong to him. And, and in the, and in the, uh, in the cities of America, in our black community, uh, if you're a little black boy uh, coming up in your life, 
you're going to have some memories of a black man doing you or your mother wrong. Rather, it's a different man. You see different men coming to your mom's house mm. while you that little boy standing in the back room. And as you stand between the doors, he's like, Tyrone, get back there. And you see that different men coming up to them steps. You know what I mean? Week after week or month after month, you know, because your mom, she's looking for love. And one thing about a woman, they believe what a man tell them. So you will look at a woman and say, oh, she a hoe, she this, that, and third. No, it ain't that. He told her that he was going to be this, that, and third. And that's why she gave him the chance and the opportunities that he gave him. She didn't know that he was a fraud like the last boys that came through. So you got her going through that, trying to find herself looking for love, want to be loved, because she probably never been loved by a father, never been loved by nobody. So she always chasing that. I want that. I deserve that. Mm. So he telling her, I'm going to be this, that, and the third. I'm going to be A, B, C, D. All right, cool. But at the same time, the little boy looking and like, that made my dad. Who them? Who that mom? Don't worry about it. She trying to hide him. And then his dad left him or went to the penitentiary or got killed. So all right, he already got that. So now, by the time he grow older, you know, he might got brothers and little sisters. He step into the, the streets. Somebody give him a package. He get locked up. They leave him for dead. So his whole experience with the black man been tore up. So now it's like, get out of here. So we trying to, people trying to figure out why is it that these young boys hate the old heads. This is where it come from. It ain't that they hate him. It's that an old head never loved him. So it's like, man, what? I've been abandoned my whole life by the black man. So now it's like, okay. This is how I'm gonna take this. This is how I'm gonna look at this. And a lot of times these dudes just be wanting hugs. Wow. wow. You see what I'm saying? Somebody, they just want somebody to say, I'm proud of you, man. Mm-hmm. On the flip side with, with, with like black women and all of that, like I feel like the media has told them it's been okay to do a lot of certain things that ain't okay. Like I'm not here to knock nobody hustle, but you know, me personally, man, I don't support certain establishments in the city because it's not what I'm into. Like, Such as such as strip clubs okay all right perfect example so you got the sister she out there she come from all them conditions that you stated previously so she in the club she looking for love as well as a check you know what i'm saying so what do you think we could do on a on a deeper level not just go up and say oh you shouldn't be stripping but like while we got we fathers and we got little girls what's what's the main things that brothers should be doing with their daughters just educating them see you gotta stand this though a daughter will grow up to tolerate whatever she witnessed her mother tolerate. There's an education that's going on between the mom and the daughter, even when schooling in session, when she's hmm. in that house. Hmm. So if she sees somebody putting her hands on her, if, if Mr. Reg keep putting his hands on her, on Keisha's mom, but Mr. Reg keep staying there, keep getting that plate first, that's cool. You see what I'm saying? If, she keeps seeing mom with different men after different men after different men. She gonna go up and say it's cool. So it's it's like, but then again, you gotta understand the mom probably suffering. So you you trying to figure out like, damn, how do I? You just gonna blame her? You just think the mom? No, she. Some of them ain't never grew up. So you gotta figure out if it's and generational it's, hurt. It, it be generational. <laughs> it be generational. A lot of things with us is generational. Mm. Like all right, for instance. When I was a little kid, when I was uh, in the 80s, I used to go to the penitentiary to see my step-pop. Well, my little, my little brother, dad, me, my brother, this, this, the past, we used to go see my step-pop. I used to love going to this prison, Dallas, Dallas prison. So I'm going up there, I'm like, happy. I can't wait to go see him again, you know what I mean? So this is in the 80s. So in 1998, me and my step-pop, I used to go see me and him cellmates in the same prison I used to go see him in. And in 2005, me and my brother cellmates in the same prison. We used to go see our step-pop in. So we talking about generational incarceration. Woo. 
Ooh. a lot of things is generational with us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's just taught behavior. Is you know, unconsciously, it just it just be happening. And we'll see it and we just be like, wow, what's going on, you know? And it just be it just be real. It'd be real stuff that be going on in the, in the hood, you know? And uh, a lot of people is in denial that there's mental issues going on. A lot of people, a lot of people is hiding and uh and uh concealing sexual abuse. Uh it's a lot of things that take place in the black, you know. So it's a lot of things going on. Before we get into that, we're going to get into a break. Uh, we have, let's get into this next song. This is a really deep, interesting uh, conversation we're having right now. I'm, I'm loving every second of it. I hope everybody listening right now, um, definitely stay tuned. Right now we're about to get into PMB Rock, Kodak Black, and A Boogie with the Hoodie Horses. It's the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. We got Wallow267, everybody. We'll be back. Hoodie Horses. What I want to say, allegedly, PNB Rock out here pissing in hotels and doing <laughs> all this crazy stuff. And allegedly, he allegedly, put it out there though, so I don't know if that's there. allegedly where it's, like, it might come be on, facts. People, we gotta do better. No, he ra- was mad. The, the rappers these days live live like a rock star no, lifestyle. No, no. So. He no, was no, mad no, because no, they were kicking no, him no. out, right? He was. What, he was I want to bring this up to Wallow because I was at this event, right? We was at this, me and Heck was at this event. Lights performed. Rico Havoc performed. Fat G's performed. After that whole performance, Wallow said a powerful message to them. Do you think any of those rappers received it? Yeah, I think they received it. It's just that, uh, it's like, It's probably received and you hold on to it, but it's like, I might be out overpowered. It's like, you know, the people that was trying to give me game might be, they, they was overpowered with the information I received after the fact, but then I'm here every day though. See, that's the difference. See, I'm here every day, so it's like, by me being here every day, uh, it's more effective. And they always want to see me coming down that timeline. Cause I own the timeline, so it's gonna be yeah. like you are gonna keep seeing me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you? Do the you remember? Timeline is do mine. You, do yeah. you remember that message that you told them? Yeah, I, you know it was like uh, I basically was telling them that they got we stick together. And I was telling about the the drugs, and I was telling them about a lot of things. It was like it was just like. Giving them game on the aspect of like, listen, if y'all trying to go somewhere, y'all go somewhere. But there's certain things that can't take place. The drugs, the, the jail. That's like the kryptonite of Philly. Mm. Jail? Yeah. Or drugs? Drugs. Jail Both? and drugs. Both? Drugs. Yeah. Yo, I was down CJC the other day because I had to support my homie in a situation. Mm-hmm. They had a, a free Mumia demonstration mm-hmm. going on outside of the Man. courthouse. But here go the crazy irony of the situation. They on the outside saying free Mumia who's most respect dude been locked up for a very long very time. Very long time. You got brothers inside getting locked up right now and you're supporting them courtrooms with way heavier on their sentencing or or you know what I'm saying? Like 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 we 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 like be having causes mm-hmm. but we also sometimes get caught up in the cause and not the people that's still being affected. So my question to Walla is after spending so much time knowing that they make them places like warehouses, you know what I'm saying? Just a warehouse, you and suck your life away. Like, like, 
are you into like fighting for the brothers that's that's going through it right now or do you more or less correspond with the people that you connected with inside you know you got you got people you connect with inside and you got the brothers that's going through it right now it's just like uh one thing i learned about us and we all fall victim to this we got a habit of supporting popularity you see what i'm saying so being so he moved me a lot of people be there and even if you might say they might understand what you're saying we support popularity, and we judge people a lot. Mm-hmm. We might say, well, this is Mumia. Well, I don't know what Ronnie or Boo Boo did. He dissed me. But even if they did something, it's the procedures and prosecuting them proper. I can shoot somebody broad daylight, right? But it's still procedures and protocol that got to take place in prosecuting me and make sure I still have a fair trial. Right. A lot of people don't know that. They don't understand that or know that. So they just they just think like, oh man, he shot it. He got to go to jail. Yeah, but he, but he got to be prosecuted properly. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Same at the same time. What's crazy is, if you get a job as a public defender, your promotion is an assistant district attorney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I haven't been down CJC in a while. But just to see how that circus go, they got somebody Caucasian in front of my peoples, and they let him go home. Like he, he, he absconded. He left out court the last time. It was crazy. My, <laughs> my peoples got beat up by fifty cops, and they gave them another continuance. But they mm-hmm. let main man go home. He was only up the county for two weeks. I feel like a lot of stuff that Wallow said was true about the system being designed to get worse and worse. But looking into them procedures, we, we could definitely make a difference because I know I know that a must be tried is hanging over somebody's head right now is not getting tried. Of course, of course. There's actually been studies that show that uh, that African Americans will get arrested and jailed a lot more Look at easier than uh, than someone of another you know race. I've never race. seen a white person in traffic court. I'm sorry. That's real talk. <laughs> now I've you can't ever it. say that you never, never seen there it. have been. We're not going to say that, but we are going to say that there is an unfairness when it comes to you know how the the justice is being you know given or handed out to races. For instance, and I always use this, the, the, the young girl Cynthia Brown, mm. you know what I mean? She was trialed as an adult. And That's the number one thing, thing to do to us. You still a candy bar at the age of 14. You getting trialed as an adult. That's how they get you to go to the warehouse. Right, right. And you call it a warehouse. This shit ain't no, it's, it's a, a plantation. It's a slave <laughs> no, plantation. No, it ain't like that no more. See, what happens is <laughs> you got to you, you gotta be a good-ass inmate to get to go outside and cut the grass. That's not for everybody. What you're going to do is you're going to get that indigent packet, you know what I'm saying, with that county <laughs> soap in it, and you're going to... Trust me, it's a warehouse. They give you just enough to keep you alive. Be as it may. Um, so this Wallow interview, I'm doing too no, much talking. Get it off. I'm doing too much talking. I don't never talk about this stuff. Truth is true, bitch. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this. He's so private. He don't talk about his incarceration. I bring it out. You bringing it out, and I want him to be himself. 
He needs to be. I'm a businessman. He's, he's actually trying to maybe make another transition in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's sometimes you don't want to sit back and reflect on the past. You want to figure out how you are going to be in the future. But I know with me and my situation, I always look back on it. I'm a part of a bunch of women. We've called ourselves the Pink Panther Click. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jamila Davis. Um, shout out to Sunny, Sunny Money and Aisha Hall. They're they're women who did Fed time and actually. Got smacked with some crazy numbers. Nonviolent offenders, first time going to jail type shit, and we're women. So we kind of created this little clique of, you know, girls who they the Miami same thing. viced you. <laughs> Basically, all that, yes. Yeah, I <laughs> But know. it's crazy how they're so quick to put, you know, take us down. You know what I mean? Especially no matter if you're female or male, but as long as you're black, you're. Yeah, 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 you're going down. Oh, sorry, they treat the sorry, black woman sorry. so terrible, man. Terrible, terrible. But, you know, I just say that because, you know, you got to let people know what you've been through so that you can inform, like Wilo is doing, inform the youth that, hey, that's not necessarily the way to go. And there are people who love you. There are people who understand you. And they're all alternatives. You know what I mean? They're all alternatives. I personally want to know how you feel about most of these kids out here thinking that they need to be a rapper or a trapper or a stripper to be successful in life or even an athlete like we don't have enough you know doctors how do you feel? lawyers no, no 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 it's more like doctors than it is athletes right? uh lawyers and all that uh, you know we come from a place where everybody do what everybody do and everybody you gotta understand first of all attention is a new currency it ain't even about money no more right so everybody with that attention they want to uh you know a lot of dudes, they just can't naturally get a woman. They need things. They need material, materialism. You know, it's like, so it's like, you got that piece, and then you got like, everybody's after the bag, you know. Man, and it's like, bad. what is? And it's like, what is the bag? Some momentary gratification, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? Because what did you really after for? To, uh, you know, get some designer stuff. What is the bottom? Trying to figure out what is the bag. You know, and it's like. You put all your money in their bag. Yep, in their bag. And it's like, that's all you, because that's the only reason you get in the bag. You get in the bags to give somebody else the bag. What Kanye say? Uh, drug dealer buy crack and the, uh, no, what, the shit yeah. about. Yeah, white man get paid off of oh, all Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I, I mean, there is a lot of blame to be placed on, on the way that they set up the system. But I know we've been talking about a lot of heavy stuff. I just wanted to change the pace. Wallow, you did a lot of time away what was the biggest adjustment that you had to make coming out here being as though things changed so much well it was like it was an easy adjustment to me because i came right here i don't know if you've seen me from day one i came right out here with the work uh 2013 when i was in prison i got my hands on some cell phones so i was already in tune to the reality of life i, I started my instagram in 2013 in the penitentiary you got caught with all that contraband, right? Yeah, yeah. It was you like 13 back, phones and 14 no, no, chargers. And 13 phones. 14 <laughs> chargers and 13 phones. Yo, he got caught with like mad contraband. Because it was no, all technology. But, but it was like, <laughs> he had uh, an iPad. I was in a, I was in a joint and uh, I had some, you know, things, you know, make moves. I'm not a move. So it was like, it was like once I seen, I went on, a, I'll never forget. I went on Instagram and I set it up. And so my brother, he had my counsel. He just following the people I need to know about from our, our people that we know we grew up with and people just, whoever. So I'm looking, I'm like, and one day I just dropped the phone. I'm like, wow, man, it's crazy. My cell like, man, what's going on, man? 
I said, man, they lost out there. I'm going to kill it when I get out there. Nobody knows what's going on. It's like they in prison and we free. Because they got all of the stuff, like it's like the Matrix. They got all the cables hooked up to them, pumping them full of that information that's taking them off top of their game. Are you religious? Uh, I believe in a higher power, but I wasn't the dude that did the jail and all of a sudden, I, you know, I need to connect with God. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I wasn't hollering at you when I was in the street. So am I a hypocrite for hollering at you now? Yeah, it was deep. I just said, I got to go through this. Mm. You know, and it was like, you know, I definitely believe in a higher power, but it was like I never was, it wasn't trying to define what it was. Okay. I was just, I was just living. So uh, while you're out now, do you go to a mosque, a church, or anything? No. 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 Okay. I just wanted to know. Because I see you as, like, a pastor or an imam or something like that. Not even, like, you know. Everybody see that. Yeah, see totally. That. I mean, it, maybe it's a non-denominational or something of that nature, but I just see it. But um. So as as people say, is just D young popping? <laughs> <laughs> Why have you look at this sexy man? His DM is popping. I know you got girls out the wazoo. <laughs> Questions being asked a million times. That's crazy. <laughs> he literally called. Yeah, that, that's true. Y'all need to connect though. That would be an awesome I, I, look. I go up there. She, she only, she only, I, I pull up. That's an awesome look. But, uh, yeah, she she good people. Like my DM, I don't, I don't know what does that mean. Like, is your DM popping? Like, hey, do you have people wanting to ask you open? questions that need the help? What did that number say? You have five hundred. You have ninety nine plus requests. Oh, ninety nine plus, yeah. So that means he has over a hundred requests for people to DM or just interact with him on the I DM. Can. A lot of my own. Sit down you and Gilly got the crazy ass DMs. <laughs> what the? When I, try to, when I try to connect. It just keep going. Are are you are you thinking about writing a book or anything about or? I'm working on three books. You working on three books? Uh, children book, motivational book, and, and the life of Wallow. A life of Wallow. Is there anyone that can give Wallow advice? Yeah, everybody do. See when when, I, when I'm a. Uh, a lot of people understand that I get a lot of information from my young people, old people. I'm I'm good at saying uh, I love to, be, to go in the student mode. Mm-hmm. I could be anywhere. I could be strolling on Instagram and I stop and I might hit somebody's page and I might decipher the whole break anything down, just soak anything up. Like, oh man, I might go to YouTube or I might just see somebody in the store. They might stop me. Cause one thing I do, I always ask people, what do you do? Like I might meet somebody. What do you do? And he might just go and start telling me. Or if I need, I need to know some technology stuff, I might ask somebody. And they, like, like everybody's my teacher. Because the world is a, it's one big library and everybody a book. You got all type of books. Correct. You got comic books. You got educational books. You got religious books. You got books on, you know, how to be a mechanic. You got all type of books. And everybody's a book. And everybody give me game. Everybody. I get game from everybody. You know? You'd be surprised just because somebody might be in the streets and they might be uh, selling dope or robbing people. That don't mean they don't know nothing about. You know, they can teach me something about something. Right. You know? Yo, I'm going to make this real quick because I know we up against it on time. When we come back, I want to talk about Walido's way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we going to talk about that when we get back. Mm. Yo, right. this Meek Mill, 
Young Black America featuring Dream on the Drop Night Show. Shout out to Water Ice Radio. And we're back. It's the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. It's your girl, Kay Wonder. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Jay Qualify, Sean Beasley. And we have the most influential person probably right now on IG and all social media and most likely coming to you soon in person, Wallow267. You know, but before we get into the rest of our interview with him, we, we need to pay these bills real quick. Shout out to all of our sponsors, Samson Technology, for providing us with all the equipment to give you these awesome interviews and these awesome shows. Also, we want to give a major shout out, of course, to our mother company, waterice.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Please go to the website and sign up for the event, um, the event list email so you can stay connected to everything that's going on in the city. Um, so, yeah, we're back here with Wilo267. Um, Jay, you had a question for him. No, I mean, it's, it's not a question. It's just really the mixtape, Walido's way. Uh, Talk about it, man. Tell it. Tell tell us about that music, man. Because it's gonna be more music. I saw a track list um, that 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 your name popped on recently while I was scrolling through IG. Like a lot of people don't know you got the gift to put the music thing together. Oh no, I ain't doing no music. Oh, he's I'm a probably, lyricist. I'm probably just on this. Yo, they <laughs> the bars. They they. It's knowledge. Yo, the last John on the album, he shouted out a bunch of names on that John. Everybody know like the, the talk on the whole situation was 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 um what, what was going on at the time. Yeah, uh, that was a long time ago. He talking about this mixtape I had out. Right? <laughs> had a lot of people in there. When'd Still you do it though? What year was it? Why did you do it? How did it come about? Multitaster. Just me, just me He's a, a multitaster. Getting with a bunch of friends. I know a lot of people because you know me starting the figures. And, uh, oh right, let's get into that. You started uh, major, major figures. Yeah. How? Yeah. Wait, how did that come about? It was, it's crazy because uh, a spade was actually he one of my dearest friends, and uh, he was in a group called Lyrical Tears back in the day. Mm. I was like the hyper man, you know about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just showed me how to write a sixteen one day, and I, and I just went off, started my own thing. Uh, got give, and it was on. I just started major figures, dice raw. And the Roots, he helped pick out the name, Major Figures. I had some names written on a piece of paper, and Dice said Major Figures. That's the one. I said, all right, cool. And uh, we were just running after that, you know. And uh, that's when I really turned it up in the music situation, because at that time, a lot of people wasn't rapping the way me and Gil would rap. You know, they was, you ain't really hear that in Philly on that aspect. Mm-hmm. And we just went, and we just started, you know, we became Major, and we won after that. So I just wanted to go to penitentiary. Though. So the style that so you, you went started, to print it. Oh, go ahead. So the style that you started, right? A lot of people don't know your cadence because they haven't heard the music. We started, like me and Gil. Oh, you were right. So you're corrected. You and Gil started that cadence that y'all started. When you listen to the radio, or or over the course of time, countless artists use use your style. For for you to be so humble and and not even to bring it up, like that's amazing. But at the same time. How do you figure that you can do more in music? Mean like now? <laughs> I lost that question. I got lost in the train of I, I tried to work it I out. I wish and then everybody could have seen Jay's face because he was like, I <laughs> hope like, that made sense. Did it, it make sense? 
So you wait. Okay. So your question is, being that he created this style, where is and and and, and like, why are you be- not doing more music? Like, okay, it's, so- it's, it's the work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinam is more important than that. Mm. Uh, I always have like like me. I be looking at dudes. I be like, it'd be nothing for me to just grab somebody and take them to the next level mm. because I understand the game. I understand that you know the music business. You know, is five percent the music, and the rest I understand the game. I understand the, the, the importance of you know uh, songs, placement of songs, having them. Having a, a, a war chest before you even put one single out, so you can come right back, mm-hmm. aligning the artists with the brands. You know, because it ain't just about getting show money these days. You know, you know, corporate America they want to align themselves with brands so they can say they cool and hip to the consumers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be my main thing. You know what I mean? Understanding that, because like you know, you go to the break, you see Samsung, you see what I see. Yeah, you know the game. Right. Sponsorship. That's all it's about. Right. You know who who can you align with? Who can you partner with? To say you know what. You're cool. We want to give you some money. Speaking of partners, don't you have a partnership with uh, Puma? Yeah, it's something that's going down like that. How know, did like, that How did that come into fruition? Well, well, one of the reps reached out to me, and uh, it just started going down. Now I'm ready to have a, a real serious meeting coming up real soon. Serious meeting. Awesome. So, and so, so I see Wallow as, you see how DJ Khaled is, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're more powerful <laughs> than the laugh. <laughs> because you, you're not just saying... Yeah. Uh, what is it? What else is? Saying? I love you. Don't play. These flowers are nice. Shout out to DJ no, Khaled. No, DJ Khaled's my man. I love DJ Khaled. He's a very positive person. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but he is not as articulate as, as Wallow, or right. he doesn't have the, you know, the the passion, the the passion, so to say, of this man. Like if you see a Wallow IG post or any of his posts. He's screaming at you. And at first, <laughs> people be like, yo, why are you screaming? Like, what is this man? What, is that how you are all the time? Are you really yo, that passionate? And are you really that? Like, anybody that know me, they be like, man. When you go to people that know me, they be like, you been like that his whole life. He be crazy. But it's about, like, uh, one thing I understand is that I'm always hyped. Like, right now, I'm really chilling. I, yeah. yeah. Because uh, it's a chill environment, and I'm forced to chill. No, but, uh, be you. By but, uh, all means, screams like now. Nah. But, but the thing <laughs> is, like, the thing is, like, our culture only respects shiny things. You know how you take a baby, you got him at the table, you ready to feed him. They like, oh, they, they keep moving their head. Mm-hmm. As soon as you do the airplane, they take it. take it. That's how you gotta do our people. Wow. You gotta smack them and grab their attention. Shut up. You know what I mean? And the shut up sometimes. The news day comes. Into some designer stuff with some jewelry or some big car. So my shut up is, I'm coming. Okay, okay. Shut up. Now you gotta listen, cause you, cause you, first I'm gonna grow your attention. You're like, what's up with dude? Mm-hmm. But he, is he crazy? No, it's just me. It's how I am. Mm-hmm. But now you're like, oh. But when you sit back and, and peep it, cause you're trying to figure out what's going on. Cause I'm yelling, you're like, damn, he just dropped some shit. He just laid something on me. I had people that told me, man, I used to hate you. I used to, you used to get on my nerves. You, you was a pain in my ass, but now I can't live without you. Wow. Because I was able to give them something. Um, in life, they always tell people, 7.6 billion people on a planet. You don't need anybody. Mm. You don't need anybody. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, when you live in a town like Philadelphia, it's like 1.8 million. Uh, you don't need anybody to win. If you got a 
a store, a business, there's 1.8 million people. You don't need anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just need that, that regular 100 people that's going to keep coming to your establishment. We get all upset because we think everybody's supposed to support us because we black. It's your duty to support whoever you want to support. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like, uh, I can't get mad at you, but once you come to the realization that you don't need anybody, there's a lot of people on the planet, there's a lot of people in Philly that don't mean anybody going to listen to your show, but you don't need anybody to survive and to pay the bills. Right. And it's for y'all to get your, whatever y'all got going on. So it's like, that's what we don't understand. We don't tap into that part. That's the most important thing. You don't need anybody. And that's what I knew coming into it. It was like, whoever come along, they come along. You want to go on this journey with me? Cool. If you don't, that's cool too. I ain't mad at you. You're not hating on me. You know, you hate me to greatly dislike, but we took it out of context. Ever since Puppy and them said, oh, you got a PhD, player hated his degree. Some of these guys that say hated, they, they wasn't even around to hear that. Right. Puppy, when that right. word first came in, in existence, <laughs> with Kim and all of them was talking about hater. I mean, all anybody talking about that. Uh, but Biggie. do you remember what Nas said? Hate is confused as admiration. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, because a lot of times a person will snap because they'll be mad at some rejection that really ain't take place. Oh, I really want to be down with y'all got going on, but I ain't never approached y'all. I put in my mind that y'all think y'all uppity, and I start hating y'all because mm. y'all reject me, and I never even asked y'all to be down. I think is is out of hand because you can't dislike anything anymore. No, you can't have no voice. Like like yo, this person put out a record, and I don't like that song. You a hater, you know what I'm saying? Like so, it seems like especially with the last post you did. I don't know if it's the very last one you did, but with the uh, get out your own way thing, cut yourself off. Mm -hmm. Like, in what ways do we stop ourselves? What in what ways? Like what things about us we need to cut off? We need to cut off all that. Uh we be we just be tripping thinking like it's always got to be our way that ain't that ain't reality of life you know what i mean there's certain times in life which though it's just not gonna be your way but that don't mean it's wrong because it's not your way you might go to somebody's house you know what i mean and the way they, they mom might cook the spaghetti it might not be the way your mom cooked it or the way you like it but you hungry or not you don't have to be a part of this now. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. have to eat this. You can wait till your mom cook that spaghetti. Or if you're hungry, go ahead and eat that spaghetti. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you don't have to. The choice is yours. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's what I'll uh, you know, be getting on to. Like, the choice is always yours. But you, but anything ain't going to be your way. You got to understand it in life. And that's one thing I understand. You know? There's probably some people that look at me like, damn, dude, crazy. I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay? Because at the end of the day, that's your thoughts. You own them thoughts. They ain't really none of my business, man. Right. <laughs> I'm going to keep it on me because you know what? At the end of the day, you got a right to feel that way. And they ain't got nothing to do with me or my bank account. Mm. So, I know that's right. So, okay. You don't like it. It's cool. You one person. What do you do? Keep going. So has someone came to you wanting you to wear their clothes or oh, yeah. represent their company. Oh, yeah. Have you turned a lot of them down? No, I ain't gonna say that. The people do pay. Uh, I get a lot of free stuff from, one thing I know is a lot of small businesses mm. in the cities of America that send me stuff. And I tell them, you go, you can send it. And uh, 
If I don't get a chance to wear it, I definitely throw it on my snap to let people know that they got something going on. Go check them out. Show them, show them some love. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's what I do do because I know I know the importance of that. Mm-hmm. I know that can push somebody. I'm no. Uh, I have wore a lot of people's stuff. You know, especially they from Philly. They from. I wear it. You know. Uh, I get. I get money from multiple sources. Speaking. Uh, commercials that I do on my social media mm-hmm. all the time. I just, I, trust me, I know how. <laughs> he's a he's a hustler. Don't ever get it confused. I mean, he's just ain't hustling nothing. You know, he's you know hustling I mean? positivity now. Yeah, you gotta know how to um, <laughs> monetize your situation. I mean, I'll do that well. Uh, you know, it's out here, and what I'm doing. Is there a podcast or something in the works? Oh coming? yeah, always something. It's always something in the works. Wow, I don't, I ain't got to talk about it, but it just happened. Okay. And it's always something coming down the pike, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with with that old cliche saying, it takes ten years to become an overnight celebrity. Um, how long did it take <sighs> you to formulate your attack? Not even that long. It's just like. You know what I, I learned about this day and time when I learned about a lot of rules? I don't know. It's fucking rules. Everything that, you know, everything that people ever ever told me, I don't pay a lot of that stuff, no attention, but structure. You know, because people be so structured out. You know, I got people, you know, I, I done had people call me up that was like, yo, man, you know, because my number's like on Instagram. They be like, yo, man, I'm going to such and such college, and I'm going for marketing, and it seemed like you making all this shit is like bullshit, they telling us. I'm like... It ain't BS. It's just a structural approach that might, it might lock you in and it might stop you from really doing some real marketing. Mm-hmm. Because now you're looking at the structures. Oh, my professor said this and he said that. He said that. Cool, he said that. I ain't said nothing. I just done it. I used to write on walls back in the day. That was my form of marketing. It's marketing me. I understood, you know, me being a social media disruptor. I said, okay, this is how I'm going to market me. I'm going to disrupt everything that's coming on that timeline because I know. If 10 things coming down that time, timeline, 10 and a half of them things is just some nuts stuff going on. So I'm going to come through and I'm going to act up. Uh, I'm going to disrupt it because I'm bringing you some positivity. Mm-hmm. And I don't put memes up trying to do, I don't do nothing. I don't do what everybody else doing again. Now, not to cut you off, have you ever, I know like, you know, you're, you're, you portray yourself as this really you know, positive person, you change your life around, you're here to influence everybody. Have you ever had, since you've been home, had to come out of your main character or what you would like to consider your character? Have you ever had to <laughs> switch back to old ways just to let somebody no, know? No, 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 no. Uh, only time I may feel some type of way is when somebody try to finesse me. Okay. You know, because I, in our culture, we are. Uh, <laughs> we, we 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 always gotta find a way around some yeah, shit, you know. Finesse, weird, it ain't me coming out and going back to the old way. Just like I might gotta check somebody and give them the game real quick. Like, listen, man, <laughs> it ain't going down like that. I forgot more slick stuff than you ever know in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you to try to run kind on me, wherever wherever somebody reaching out to me. Oh yeah, we having this event for the children. We trying to do this and that. Okay, you having an event for the children? Okay. All right, so what you doing? Oh no, we doing this down the third. Okay. You think you can come through? Yeah, this down third. All right, all right, okay. But you got to put me on the flyer for, huh? You charging the fee? You getting paid? I gotta get paid, baby. Right. 
I gotta get paid. What you mean you put me on the fly? Okay. All right, you charging? Okay. Did you ask me to come through on the strength? You try to sell it to me like it was about the kids. Now, where mine's at? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no, when it comes to me giving, I do the giving. I've been doing a lot of giving. I did a lot of giving coming out of the penitentiary. I did a lot of giving. Yeah. A lot of charity. So, you know, to establish my platform, it was based off of me, my, the charity that I gave, my time, my energy, and uh, establishing my proof of concept. Okay. The Wilder 2 successfully is necessary. So, I got to get my, I got I can listen, I got feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here go my feet. Oh, damn, I ain't know, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's business. It's yeah. not personal. Oh, oh, definitely. I don't care about how you feel. Right. It's business. Especially when you talking about you lacing your pockets. Right. I can't decorate my pocket. It would have been a different story if the situation was really to benefit the kids. But it's never right. about that with a lot. I ain't saying it's never. A lot of times people are always finessing, man. Mm-hmm. Trying to finesse. Everybody want to utilize somebody's platform that they feel as though it's winning. They can amplify whatever they got going on. Mm-hmm. My number one saying is something I picked up from Beans. He said, use me all you want. Just don't misuse me. I feel like even whether there's a relationship between a man and a woman, two homeboys, everybody should be beneficial to everyone in, involved. Just because you don't have to be, but you should be. Or you, if you can't help somebody financially, you can be a shoulder to lean on when they need your ear. You know what I'm saying? So I think the premise of helping each other is gone. And, and, and right now we're in the day age of I'm chasing the bag. I'm chasing the bag and I'm trying to, you know, a lot of stuff, man. Well, I, you know, Jay, we still got uh, your, your segment, Why You're Not Qualified, to come up. I hope you're ready. Jay does this, this segment of the show. Jay qualified why you're not qualified segment. So he picks a certain topic to talk about to say why you're not qualified. So I want to get into that real quick. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's usually pretty humorous in a sense. <laughs> but sometimes it's just straight out dumb. So um, <laughs> let, let, let's see what Jay has in store for us. We're going to get into the Jay qualified why you're not qualified segment of the show real quick. And we're still in the interview with Wallow267. Um Mind you, uh, this man is a powerhouse, so don't ever get it misconstrued. But, yeah, Jay, what you got for us? Yo, man, the first, well, tonight is all about our fine officers in the city. It's a bunch of good cops, and it's also <laughs> some very dirty cops. Today you're going to find out why you're not qualified to be a cop. The first reason you're not qualified to be a cop is because you got some inner shit bothering you from when everybody was bullying you when you was a young boy. Like, yo, straight up, you can't be mad because niggas was taking your lunch money and your strawberry milk and your vanilla cookies <laughs> and then get on the street and really be trying to hurt people out here. You ever get pulled over by a black cop and a white cop and the white cop is better than a black cop? And like, what the fuck? Will y'all stop? <laughs> Look, that's all I'm saying, man. You're not qualified to be a motherfucking cop if you're 21, Jump Street, Vigilante, Channing Tatum ass motherfucker, you're not qualified. <laughs> Second reason you're not qualified to be a cop, you're a fucking criminal. <laughs> There's not too many things lower than a dirty cop. I mean, these motherfuckers out here drunk driving, beating their wives. Instead of breaking up the dice game, they sticking up the dice game. They wow. doing all the fucked up shit. But, and what they really doing is just betraying the community's trust. I'd rather call my brother than call the police because I know you're <laughs> dirty as hell. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be on some other stuff as soon as you pull up. That's why you're not qualified to be a cop. And the number one reason why you're not qualified to be a cop is you racist. You a Ku Klux Klan member hating on brown and black people. You afraid of the community that you supposed to protect. 
the job ain't to oversee us, but that's a whole nother conversation well, in general. Yeah. It's to protect and serve. And you can't protect and serve if you don't know the nature of the people that you're dealing with. If you from butt crack, Nebraska, you need to take some more training before you get out here in the middle of the summertime while they playing in the fire hydrant. <laughs> so with all that being said, man, you're not qualified to be a cop. Well, there you have it. Jay qualifies while you're not qualified segment of the show. And you know what? That is pretty interesting because I, there was something that um, was posted. I believe it might have been the New York Times that found uh, there was a, uh, a pl- oh, actually my dad, all right, in the little town that I grew up in, right, in Jersey, southern New Jersey, which is by Acco Raceway, is a town uh, called Chiselhurst, and my dad was one of the- That's got too many letters. It, it, it's very much. It's, it's a long, long, <laughs> long ass spelling. But uh, my dad was once the mayor, and my grandfather was the sheriff, right? So we kind of like ran our town and shit. So my dad always know what's going on. So I go to visit my father and he was like, yeah, uh, did you hear about the police officer that got arrested? I was like, what you mean? He was like, yeah, police officer off duty at the time, but he's a Chiselhurst officer, um, got arrested for selling drugs. Like somebody stitched on <laughs> he him. He was taking the packs and then And he them. had his kids in the car. So he got arrested for dr- uh, drugs and um, the, the attempt to, di- to distribute it as well. So... They're very uh, grimy-ass cops. We know about this in Baltimore. In Baltimore, all those cops was stealing the packs from the drug dealers and going back and reselling it to the other drug dealers. Philadelphia. It's a a sick-ass, yeah. My my mans and them, literally, the cops, they they got zippers on their head from the cops beating them down in front of their mothers, in front of their block, in front of the place they grew up. Like, man, the Philadelphia police ain't no better. Just because you see a black figurehead, like the captain's black or the commissioner's black, it's still the same blue tactics. Correct. Very much correct. And they all, it's like, a, it's, they're all, uh, they all take care of each other. You know what I mean? Right. You can't be the that cop. There is a cop, and there was a cop in, um, in New York who actually uh, pressed charges against his uh, precinct because of, they was like bullying him because he was trying to be a good cop. So he actually wound up, I forget, I'm going to post it on our IG page. But look, uh, we're about to get into another song real quick. It's the Drop Night Show right here on Border Ice Radio. Let's get into this. That Bruno Mars. Let's get into that Gilly the Kid, Get a Load Off Me featuring uh-uh. King. Yo, this is the best song no. on the tr- on the no, whole joint. This is the best song, man. We can't man. do Gilly. No. We can't play Gilly. Oh, you, ch- you changed it on me? I'm going to have Gilly come hurt. I'm going to come Gilly have smack you up real quick. I'm sorry. So we're going to get on the family. <laughs> we ain't got family feud. Yo, you only on my outline. No, <laughs> let's keep it 100. No, let's keep it. no, 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 right. no. We, so we, we ain't got to? Apple Music. Yo, so. We ain't got title. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go yo, ahead, sure. So I seen this young lady trending today, and I was like, you know what? Let's go do a throwback record for it because oh, she passed before her right, time. Right. Is it Whitney? Let's do Aaliyah. Aaliyah? He said oh, Whitney. All right, I want to hear Aaliyah. I love her music. Let's go. <laughs> On the Drop Mic Show, back and forth, throwback. <laughs> And we're back. It's the Drop Night Show. It's your girl, K Wonder. I got my co-host with me, Sean Beasley, Jay Qualify. Yep. And we have Wallow267, the yep. voice of the street, the illest motivational speaker uh. alive in the building. And you were just listening to God Rest Her Soul, Baby Girl, Aaliyah. We're back, back, forth, and forth. Um, but while we had the break, we were talking to Wallow, and I asked him the question as to whether or not how is Wallow in the strip club? And he looked at me like I was crazy and said he don't do strip clubs. And I was like, 
why? Do you want to tell everybody why you just don't do strip clubs? We figured that you would be in there, like, getting free lap dances and all that good stuff because the girls just, one, you're a handsome man, but two, they'd be like, yo, you just kick a little knowledge in their ear and they're going to be like, you know what? <laughs> Let me get this man a free lap dance. So why you don't go? Yo, yo you know he's crazy. You know he's crazy. <laughs> the day me and Gilly was arguing about this because, you know, it's a show coming up this week, Moneybag Yo and uh, LGP Quanos. Damn, I might go to that show. It's in the strip club, right? He's like, you had- he said, like, yo, man. I said, I don't know, man. It's too much. It is too much, man. I'll just be trying to chill. Man. So how do you feel about girls with these fake butts, big booties? Business, do you man. like do you like them natural? That's, that's, do you like that's they that's they business, you know? You know uh, what? I do want to say one thing. Um Dr. King's uh, day just passed. Oh, there we us. go with the series. No, no, no. This is a real <laughs> subject. Do- Dr. King's day just passed us, and it was all them big up Dr. King posts. But then it was a couple of posts that I saw talking about how he had side chicks. How? How? No. No, I'm keeping. I'm, no, I'm keeping it 100. They they showed they they showed a picture of a letter that was sent to him from from uh, what's his the, name? The government. Yeah, from the FBI, from the CIA, yeah, FBI thing. And right. just really was because they were spying on him and all kinds of stuff. And the one thing I want everybody to know, no matter how how much you look up to somebody, man, people are still people. Yeah. And and so if. If Wallow in the strip club and he got 10,000 ones and he doing what make oh, him feel not, comfortable. I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but this is my point. If, right. if you see him, leave him alone. He off, man. He not work. I mean, <laughs> may, may, and the worst thing in the world is if this man is entering the restroom and you want to talk to him, wait till he wash his hands, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, I get it. I get it, man. People be excited to be around people that they look up to. People be excited just to, you know, be amongst people that they hold in esteem. But, yo, I'm going to tell you right now, if I ever become famous and you come over asking me to sign your napkin while I'm at TGI Fridays, I'm probably not going to be able to talk to you the way I talk to you on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? You're going to wild out on you. No, but, but yeah. with that being said, yeah. do, do people give you your space or as soon as you out it's right on you i know what i signed up for so where i don't turn the right in that's awesome you know if, you know if you don't want to be in them places that's where you chill but when i'm in the market wherever i'm at they come i, I give it to them mm-hmm. right in there because uh it's my life mm-hmm. it's, it just ain't no so it's like i'm always ready to show them because you never know how you could change you know change my life mm-hmm. and you got so many people that's frauds that when you went up on they acting like they really stars, you ain't come on, you ain't better. Half of that, you ain't right. better than me, and I ain't better than you. You see what I'm saying? And that, you know, you, we you was got, talking in general about a lot of rappers, and I don't, I don't, I'm not close enough to know their stories, but like they really be catching cases once they start rapping. Like, like what, yeah, what great. is it about that game that brings so much negativity? You know, we see the situation with the brother incarcerated me. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't even gonna get into how they gave a white boy 18 months for that sexual assault and sent that man to jail. And let him out early on for, that. For something he been locked up already before. It, it's all good. We ain't gonna get into that. But like, damn, where my train of thought go? Too bad. But my question is, how did you feel about the um, the the hoodie that they had? The little the monkey, the coolest monkey of the of the uh, jungle. jungle. How did you feel about that little boy on there? Because I know you. May have po- I think you posted no, someone. No, you didn't. How, did you want to speak on it, or you were just like, eh, whatever? Like, we snap about the littlest things, but there's so much more important things going on. That was 
like, 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 you know what I mean? At the end of the day, his mother, it wasn't like they just took him out of nowhere and just did that. Do you think people be fake caring a lot about these issues? Yeah, that's the thing. It's the thing that fake care because, you know, that's, a, that's the thing out here. It's fashionable now to care or want to give. That's fashionable, so, you know. But my whole thing is whether it's fashionable or not, even if you front for attention or acknowledgement to be given or something, as long as you get it. Mm-hmm. Because the people when they're receiving it are going to get it. That's all that matters. And if you got to front, keep fronting. Mm-hmm. So the people that really need to get whatever they need. Because hmm. out of that whole situation, I said it was a check. They needed the money. H&M, not just that. Like, you got a mom, man. Like, yeah. They, you know what I mean? They, it wasn't like they just snatched him out of nowhere. So it's like, all right, he might have been whatever involved in it. But like I said, a lot of things is like, it's way more things going on. Like you were just showing us a post with um, the gentleman. That, what was his name again? Oh, Yorami. Yorami. He does the the cup coffee, coffee morning coffee. Yeah, he uh, was saying how we don't value ourselves, right. um, and and we let a lot of our culture get taken and 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 misconstrued or appropriated in all of that sense. How do you feel about that? And can you elaborate on like what he's talking about? What he was talking about is that other coaches value our culture more than us. Especially when it comes to hmm. paying for paying for people's services, like he said, he said, uh, you know, the white company called me. They going, what are you, what are you, what are your amenities? What is your fee? What is your, you know, sometimes not everybody, but a lot of us be looking for the hookup. See, the thing about us, and that's why I do it myself. We don't check. It's not cool to check black people. If you're a white person and you check black people, you're racist. If you're a black people and you check black people, you're a hater. <laughs> so people are just paranoid. Me, I don't give a, I don't care. Okay. I do what I want to do out here. Okay. I check. I, I, I think that it's, it's more about the message. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're known to be in a positive light and always trying to help, if you're checking somebody, it's easier for them to take. Because like you said, if you give a person whatever you give them, if they're not willing to accept it, it's going to bounce right off of them. So you look at um, a person like Jason Whitlock, who always get crushed because he say a lot of stupid stuff out of his mouth. I will say that versus, um, I don't know, I, I don't know too many people in the community that can't check a black celebrity, but like, you know, versus somebody else in, in their they life. They could be checked too. They're not without a reproach. No, no, I'm right. talking about the Oprah situation. Oprah come out, everybody Oprah for president. People got a contrary view to that. All of a sudden they getting trashed on social media, like getting trashed they on, on regular TV. You know, Sill says something about Oprah. This person says something about Oprah. So we do guard the people that we hold in esteem. This is a fact. It's happening. Oh, yeah, you will. I ain't going to front, man. It ain't too many people. And, you know, I value everybody. I love people that have their opinions. It ain't too many people that can say too many things about me on my page and the people don't go at me. People are straight up. I don't. Because me, I'm the type of dude, you got a right to not like me or whatever. You got a right to write whatever you want to. you feel or did you see about the Alabama one of our uh, followers on IG live just mentioned about the um, white girl student college student in Alabama who mentioned nigga 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 like a million times on um, Martin Luther King Day. I miss all this shit. She's from Jersey but she's a student in Alabama. I think it was Alabama State. She was actually in a, a sorority. She wound up getting kicked out of her sorority and I believe the college because of her remarks. She kept saying nigga, 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 
how do you feel about this whole race thing? That and are you? Do you have any talks about Trump? Like, no, I don't do you even that, care. I, I don't even pay the whole racism <laughs> thing like, like, like no big deal because it's like that's just another, another way to keep you inferior. Ha! That's all game. Oh, you racist, you racist. Oh, now you. Oh, that's. Yeah, I'm not giving you that much power over me. I don't care about that. Call me nigga, whatever. Fuck you. Keep going. So pe- people don't even dig. That's just a mind joint. They had you all locked in there. You all inferior. I mean, and me and the brother was talking. My, my, my brother BC Blades. We was talking about this. And he really brought it to my attention. I was like, damn, he right about that. Because BC Blades was like, you know, it's just a way to keep you inferior. Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. you locked in. And now you sitting there. Oh, they call me a nigga. They get all this power. Who cares about that? Right. I don't. It's not even that deep. Right. Trump, everybody knows, oh, Trump is this. Okay, you hype. So what? That's who he is. So what? You've been to who he was. Every time he say something else, now you upset, upset again? He got that much power? Wow. Wow, right. He's been in there for a while now doing what he do. That's who yep. he is. So what? So what he called you nigga? So what he racist? So what? Is care. it different now that he has the highest, you know, title in the land or the world now? Is that why a lot of people want to have these... You know, crazy judgments on him, or you know, people, surprise you know, actions that he would still carry is, himself that way. The problem is, we, we like I told you, we was born up. We, you know, we, we was, you know, we born up. We was raised to be in a relationship, to make love, to uh, to enjoy the lie. So when somebody <laughs> come, to, so when somebody come that ain't lying, is telling you who they is. Now you, now you offended because you used to people lying about who they is. Mm-hmm. He ain't the first person we've seen. He's just the first person that's, that's straight blatant and telling you who he is. So now you can't deal with him. Wow, right, right. So what, fuck? That's how I look at it. I don't even pay him no attention. I don't even watch him. You don't? For what? Do you think the media is using him as a tool to make money? Because people, they know that people are so reactionary when it comes to They Trump. love it. See, that's what I'm saying. And, and they keep getting advertising dollars. Because he's going to get busy. You know what he's doing. That's yeah. why the economy went up. He was one of the people to make the economy skyrocket. That's why the stock market is always in the green right now. But he's very much so still a disgusting person. So, all right, Wala, what, what, I want to get to this. What, when you leave this world, what is the one thing you want the world to remember or know about Wala? That your time on this planet, you, you, what would you want everybody to know or remember you by, I should say? Okay. When it's better for people and just try to school them and that's it, man. It ain't that deep. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm focused on my family and just giving them a legacy that they can hold on to. You know, the moves I make today gonna secure the fam- futures of the family members. I won't be living to me. So that's what it's really about. You know, having the people see me, they see me. As long as I live, I, I, I want to do. I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. That's all it's about. You know, it ain't that deep. How do you feel our, about our black leaders now? Like, are we missing our Malcolm X's and our Martin Luther King's and our Dr. Khaled uh, Faraz and and so on? And, Mar- and I mean, we have Malcolm X. I mean, excuse Malcolm X. Excuse, we have Farrakhan, but even still, like he's not even older. as powerful as he used to be, or he's more getting older in age, I guess. So, are we missing that? And could we ever say that Wallow could possibly be? Respect to all the black leaders. Huh. Your man, your black leader. 
find your black leader in your family. Stop waiting for somebody to come. Because you, you know, for how long you've been waiting. That's the reality of it. I don't get caught up in all that. You know, we get caught up in too many people. Why am I waiting for you to leave me? Why am I waiting for you to leave my household? So black leaders in your household, lead that. Go over that. Wow. Yo, that's... Rallo, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day, your busy schedule, to come and talk to the Drop Night Show listeners and viewers. Tell everybody where they could follow you at, which I'm quite sure they all know. Wait, I want to know, do you have any speaking engage- engagements in the city or anything coming up that we all, I want to come to in person? I got some things that's uh, in the works right now. Okay. Uh, dealing with the Black Men's Conference, big, big time stuff. Ooh. April, you know, for the whole Philadelphia, we're working on that right now. Ooh. You know, uh, trying to bring a bunch of people from the community together. Then rich your brothers in the community. Your brothers. Mm-hmm. I remember they was trying to bring a lot of the managers together here. Fell through the cracks. I think you should revisit that. I was thinking about something. I'm going to talk to you about I got something in mind, for, especially for the music scene. Yeah. I'm seeing him do something. So I just been playing in my mind. I said, it's, it's, a big, it's a good idea. It's going to really help. But like, I'm working on a conference right now uh, with a pastor out of West Philly. So I'm going through some things. It's going to be crazy. But it should be in like April. Something stupid. Okay. Okay. Uh, You said you have the books, the books coming out to yeah, you know, uh, you know, there's so much stuff going on in my emails. So it's like a lot of stuff. So 2018 is about to be the year of Wallow to success. Everybody's, every, the whole planet's going to know about yeah, Wallow. Oh, they definitely going to know. They're going to know what time it is. Yo, How definitely. is your love life? How uh, do you have a love life? I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm doing it for the ladies. I, I, I'm engaged myself, but I'm doing it for the ladies. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually single right now. What? Uh, by choice, right? <laughs> <laughs> is this my choice? <laughs> I date. Okay. And how is and how are you in dating? Do you be preaching to your dates and shit, like, or do you just let them live? I wonder. Like with me, I'm simple. Like with me, I'm simple. Like, 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 like. Do you be like, girl, put that. Oh, all right. All right. But, but, you know, it just, it just, it just, it, it's just like, it's just simple things. Like, I ask, I ask for simple things. Like, like me, I'm a cuddler. I like to cuddle. You like to cuddle? So, you know, like, Her heart just dropped. Uh, it's like, it's I mean, like, it's like, it's like, it's like. Panties just got wet. If a chick don't cuddle, I, I'm cool, man. I'm really? Like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm to the point where it's always like, oh, you selfish. I'm cool. I, ain't, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't be, you know, you know, I, you know, I want to sleep wrapped up in all that, man. Man, at this very moment, man, you got to shout out the women that got meat on their bones and you can cuddle right now. Right. Do you I'm, like I'm, them thick or do I'm, you like I, them skinny? I love thick women. I just love beautiful women that love me. Okay. So it's not. On that note. We're about to get into this mix. By wait, 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 we gotta come back with this. I gotta ask something. <laughs> Let that man live. Why y'all cut me off? Let him live. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be 
smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up, man, them the shot toss. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go grata ta ta. Switch my whip, came back in black, I'm starting saying recipes to Bon Scott. Ay, close that door, we blowing smoke, she asked me, light a fire like a Marsan. The fool on stage, probably leave my fucking show in a cop car. Ay. Shit was legendary through a TV I don't win no other montage. Cocaine on the table, look upon, don't give a damn. Dude, your girlfriend is a groupie, she just trying to get in. Saying I'm with the band. Ay. Ay. Now she acting out of pocket, trying to grab up on my pants. On that bitches in my trailer, said I ain't got a man. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man, I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up, man, them the shot toss. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go grata ta ta I've been in the hills, fucking superstars, feeling like a pop star. Drinking any bad bitches jumping in the pool and I ain't got on no bra. Get her front of back, pulling on the tracks and now she screaming out no more. They like savage, why you got a 12 car garage and you only got six cars? I ain't with the cake and how you kiss that? Your wifey say I'm looking like a whole snap. Green honeys in my safe, I got old racks. LA bitches always asking where the coke at. Living like a rock star, smash out on a cop car. Sweeter than a pop tart, you know you are not hard. I didn't make the hot chart, remember I used to chop hard. Living like a rock star, I'm living like a rock star. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man, I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star.
with the Fanta, all them Perkies, I got Santa, I got Monkey, all that banana, ho! Double shifts. No I money ain't the same. You a lane, get it cut. Oh, I did 
10 million last month, not a year. Juice. I get 50 racks in the club to a pill. Juice. I blew two mil on my dog for a pill. I got that juice. New AP. She got that juice. She got that squeeze. She got that wet. I'm on them skis. I got that drip. I'm overseas. B-R-I-P-P-I-N-G I got the V-V-S-I-C-E Flows like a cool Juice Living on my jewels Bright banana put fresh out the runway Monkey head niggas I think y'all all babes If I see you on speech More my car to beat Show they got that night night Put your head to sleep And my label say I got the juice Hold up Hey, yo, got it, who out hot is you? Yo. Little boy talking money, know there's too much juice. You may see me with security, but no, I'm the one shoot. I've been a boss all my life, I made a millionaire or two. And you may see me in a coupe with the disappearing roof. I had packs, I got plaques, you get taxed for the juice. If you ask, you get facts, I'm in sex with your boo. I got that juice, new AP. She got that juice, she got that squeeze. She got that wet, I'm on them skis. I got that drip, drip. I'm overseas. B R I P P I N G. I got the V V S I C E. Flows like a cool juice. Blaming on my jewel. Shooting dice, I draw the whole night just to get that low price. Everybody rooting for the underdog, but when you want to talk, they want to see you fall. But fuck them all, I put my back against the wall. They hate to see you ball, they want to see a nigga crawl. Shout out to designer, he be killing shit. You gotta be a hater, you not feeling it. Good music, but we make that hood music. And we ain't gotta brag, cause we used I'm to real life, real life, Never satisfied when you gon' pass me Throws a lot of money, put some gradle caskets They don't want to you ball, they just wanna drop it I'm on some real life, real life, real life, Never satisfied when you gon' pass me Throws a lot of money, put some gradle caskets They don't want to you ball, they just wanna drop it Find us. Yeah. 
Wallow267, we right here on the Drop Night Show. <laughs> and he, yo, listen, when you popping, you popping. There's nothing you can do about that. Kai, you had a question that you 
Oh, yes. We were talking about, no, we were talking about the love life. He said that he's a cuddler, and that's very good. He said there's no particular type of woman he's really into. Um, What's your favorite sex position? (laughs) I mean, all right, all right. That might be a little too personal. That might be a little too personal. No, it ain't. It's real. I'm like, you a doggy style type of nigga, uh, dude? It, it, it's just like, it's just like I'm a, I'm just a, I'm just a beast mode boy. I'm, I'm all beast mode, just like the videos, never stop, and, and then beast mode. Okay, ladies, right, we right, heard I'm that. Talking about, I'm talking about you gonna get, you gonna get every beat, beat it, beat that get, pussy. You gonna get, you gonna get every way. I'm gonna crush you. Wow. And then I'm gonna talk dirty to you and keep, you know what I mean, keep going. Yeah. No, you All right. Yo, you All right. So yeah, ladies, we see what it's hitting for. He definitely don't. He's not. Um. What do you say? You got stamina, <laughs> tenacity. Yeah, you, get the whole <laughs> you know what? You fly as hell. How old is you? you? Look young as hell though. Thirty-eight. Oh, he's thirty-eight. Okay. Like yeah. Like don't he damn sure look like Yo, he I'm about keep pushing twenty-eight. Okay, you look good too. I think when they lock us up, that shit preserve us. It must be in the <laughs> fucking food. Got it. No. <laughs> Get the hell out of there. She did a bit. Yeah, we all been booked. I just told you my girl. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to fuck you up. Hold on, I'm about to fuck you up. Hold on, I'm about to fuck you up, dog. X-Con Radio. Yo, nigga, 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 me and you shared a paddy wagon on the way to CFCF one time. Yeah. Me, you, and my brother. Yeah. 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 We was going, where was we going at? We went up to Ford. Yeah. Listen, I used to rap back in the day. Me and you, we was in the receiver room oh, giving bars oh, back and forth. Was you, was you from out west? No, I'm from uptown. Did you have, you ain't have a seafood joint, did you? No, no, that ain't me, seafood, bro. You talking about like a seafood restaurant? Like no, that. no. Yeah, we was in there. Okay, all right. Ain't no more. <laughs> he said x Radio. No, listen. The Hold only on. one, Sean, Sean, the only one, his brother. X-Con Radio. His brother, too. Everybody will let him get on the streets. He had to go the other route. But that's yeah. good. That's good for you. You got you know saved. I mean? You got saved from the streets. You just a straight up square now. You know what I mean? So it's all good. Yeah, it's like, I'm playing. Oh, I got questions by the feds. It's I wish I was You know what's crazy, though? Sometimes. I mean, since it's all out in the air, you know what the worst part of sitting in there is? What? People trying to tell you them fucking war stories. That's the worst I part. Him, I yo, listen. Yo, then 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 they bust in, hit my wife with a gun. I had a brick and 35,000 on me. I hate them Jones, man. Cracking up. How much time did you do? <laughs> I had 13 months. Oh, my shit, shit was fair. I got fair time. That wasn't bad. I yeah. really did that. Trust me. I got I, I got lucky. It was a, a very good lawyer and God. It's for real, for real. <laughs> Cause when I was telling my story earlier, they they followed, they they was on me, they followed me on the plane, off the plane. Oh, you were dealing with somebody? Huh? You were dealing yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was, what, it was some okay, bullshit. Okay, you ain't gotta say no more. I already know you. It was it was some bullshit still, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It is what it is. Shout shout out to the Drop Night Show's own Griselda Blanco in the building. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We Don't out here, mom. Oh my God! I rebuke it in the Griselda name of Negro. Jesus. I rebuke it. No, nah, man. but you know what? I I, I look at that um, tribulation that I went through as my testimony. You know what I mean? To the youth and to my myself as a reminder. You know that you know I can always do better and I got to make better choices. Like you said, it's all about our choices, and um, you know I just got to keep that in mind. And just the number one thing I learned from jail is. 
I'm the worst drug dealer in history. <laughs> I never need to sell that shit again. I'm cool. I'm bad at it. You out here trapping, right? And of course, you start with nothing. You finally work your way up to something. Then you hit bankrupt. You catch a case. You go right back. Just come home for a little while. Get your ball rolling. Then yeah. what you do? Bankrupt. Right yeah, back. Right no, back I'm again. not good at it. So yeah. I'm chilling. Like it's only I don't a very selective few know people that's I'm really done. good at that shit, and they don't ever get caught. But then they probably working with the people. I'm but, terrible. you know, that's another story. <laughs> Do you think, because I see the hack culture, right? There's a company. I'm going to say Zillow. Oh, wait. Shout out to uh, Wallow. He has his own uh, clothing line. Make sure y'all go to wallow267.com and support. He has these bomb-ass T-shirts and sweaters with, you know, it's always money in Philadelphia. That's my one right there. I got to get that joint myself. It is. A, it's always money. <laughs> But so go ahead. You have these corporations in Philly, right? You were saying Villa. Say Villa. Uh-huh. Do you think they're doing everything they said they're doing for our culture? Being in this market? Well, for the community out here, you mean? Yeah. I can't. I know. I, I don't know. This is real radio. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak on it because we never sat down. For real. I know people over there. My boy, my boy Munch over there. Oh, yeah. Munch. Next week. Munch, my man. And, Not uh, a following week, yeah. I, yeah. I, know, I know he even told me some real live stuff. Open to, so I can't see them bad right now. How come we don't hold together, hold Hennessy accountable for what they put back in our chemistry? No, like, I, I like it, it coming off funny, do you, but at do the you same drink? time, like, no, never drunk, never smoked a day in my life. And no you're drugs. and you're turning and you're turning vegan eventually, you're yeah, in process, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, but seriously, though, is we always get black on builders one minute already. I ain't even finished talking, but it's cool. Shout out to my brother, Big Ron. You know what I mean? Everybody listening on the TuneIn app. Everybody tuned in on IG or Facebook Live. We appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? Yes, that TuneIn app. Y'all know what it is. Yo, out of all the guests we have, Wallow has been the best guest. Wallow, the first guest that took it down to the last minute. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? Wallow is... um, like I say, he's a powerful he's a powerful guy, and I'm excited to see everything that's coming to you this Thank year. You. Definitely, we will always support you right here on the Drop Night Show, Water Ice Radio. You know you family, so it's all love. Thank you. It's the drop. It's the drop, and we out, out. <laughs>